Hey, everybody. Welcome to the new episode of Character Progression. I'm your host, Dan. With me today is my friend, Chris. Chris, how you doing, man? I'm all right. How's it going today? It's pretty good. Um, so what character are you going to be talking to us about today? I guess um, Iroh from Avatar. Nice. I love it. With the, with the resurgence of Avatar being on Netflix, like I love that there's just iro memes popping up all over facebook and instagram now yeah definitely um he he deserves all the memes in the world man (laughs) i i really like his character um and the fact that like iro is uh is you know he's he's a bad dude and the fact that like not a horrible guy but he's really good at what he does he's strong you know like but he's also very wise and so what I liked about him was was getting to watch the progression and kind of like he seemed always to be more like the yin and the yang, you know? Yeah. And for me, um, I'm always well, I've always been um, I've always been a big I wouldn't say fan, but I look at that in life. Right. I think that there's a evil and good in, in us all. And they're always at constant opposition with one another so you know the question is how do you balance everything and so watching him show not just one side of everything but you know letting him know that there was consequences to his actions and and even you know when you when you thought he was gone he was still teaching lessons and there's always somebody in your life right that that comes along that shows you the world in a way um that you've never seen it yeah and so for me you know like that reminded me to keep my 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 eyes open and my and my heart open to different possibilities i thought he was a very strong character all right uh do you remember first time you saw him um on on the show i I don't remember exactly when that was i don't know when the show kind of aired but i saw him back in the day and um that was like you know as the show progressed so yeah i don't know i can't i can't pinpoint the year but it was a while back i mean there there were other characters and and people in my life that that have encouraged me and and been a part of my development so i can't really say one specific thing but if i'm talking like in in characters on shows that i thought you know had a significant impact it would definitely be him you know like if we went to comic books i was always a professor xavier fan you know like it's it it depends on um what point of my life i was at right so you like like kind of the the mentor type characters? Yeah, um, I, I would say I, I do. I, I like I like mentor characters, um, because they help with development, and I, I'm very big on on life development. So when I look at somebody, it's not just ah, well, is he good at a thing? But it's more like, you know, are are they are they helping to point? this this character in the right direction you know like 
it's okay if they're flawed, you know, as well. Now, mind you, you know, intentions are, are a big thing, but, you know, they, they don't always pan out how you'd like. So I also like humanistic characters that, that also show traits of, of not always being, you know, the, the, the best or the greatest. Right. Um, so I was watching a podcast a while back. Um, I, I listened to this group called uh, Epic High. Right. Right. And uh, one of the guys from Epic High, he, he said he looks very skeptically at anybody who who is, um, you know, that that puts themselves off as as saint like. Right. Because we're all human. Yeah. And, and I felt that I felt that to my core because it's like people always have this um, this perception of you. Right. And as as you're looking at it from a different perspective, there are people who looked and Professor Xavier one way, and people that looked at him another, right? Right. And I always thought that was uh, that was interesting because the portrayal of Iroh, you know, in some in, in the mind of some, he was this this heartless, ruthless, you know, dude who who conquered many things. And and as the as the show progresses, you get to see that he was actually a very thoughtful, kind-hearted man. Um, even in things that he did, he he left people's worlds better than when he met them, you know? So yeah. it's always um cool to see that there is um, more than one side and that everybody kind of views you in a different light, you know, depending on those experiences. And sometimes they might get the darker side of you or they might get the lighter side of you. And that that is always something that, people kind of invoking you one way or the other you know right um so for anyone who isn't familiar with the show who is iroh um iroh is uh zuko's uncle so prince zuko is um one of the main characters and he's trying to um to capture uh the avatar to regain his honor and he was uh, banished by his pops. But uh, Iroh was the type of dude who he, he loved his nephew, so he refused to leave him, right? So when his nephew was banished, he decided he would, he would, um, he would go with him. I mean, the two of them together, like, I always think of the, um, was it the episode where they were like where they were the uh fire nation had tracked down ang and katara and Sokka, and then this group of like bounty hunters had as well and as they were fighting iroh sitting there just drinking some tea and when asked about helping he gives some yeah really just kind of he just says something really wise and when they go like you know that this isn't the time for some of your for you to teach anything he's like i wasn't even trying to i was just talking but it still was this wise really well thought out thing yeah well that's that's the thing like that i've also learned as life has progressed right is that your 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 point of view 
when you're younger is one kind of way. And, and Iroh is very wise because he's lived much longer than all the characters that we're following in the show. You know, yeah. aside from the fact that he's, he's, he is definitely a, a wise character because of the way that he is. What's cool is, you know, you, you get to understand that he's lived most of these scenarios or seen them or, or you know, his experience being that it outweighs everyone else's is like he's able to guide because he knows. Yeah. Yeah, so, he's from being, you know, kind of like he brought up when he was younger, just being this guy who, I mean, practically toppled whole societies by himself to now trying to, yeah, you exactly use that experience to teach his nephew kind of a better way to live so he doesn't follow in his footsteps and make the same mistakes. Yeah, or in the footsteps of his brother. Yeah. You know, like, I thought that was cool because every generation, right, you you want your your, your kids or your family to, to do better than you did. And you don't want them to repeat the same mistakes that you did. So you try to teach them, you know? And, right. um that's what I saw, you know, from him. It was just kind of like he, he definitely wanted to teach him and to show him that there's always a different and better way. <clears throat> yeah. With that in mind, how has, you know, as you've gotten older and seen these lessons that Ira was teaching to and aimed at Zuko, but also kind of teaching us, the viewer, how has that kind of like influ influenced your life and your decision making moving forward? Um, it, it just definitely makes me more analytical of things. You know, like it, it makes me look at things from from many different perspectives. Um, you know, in today's day and age, I, I don't think a lot of people are leaning towards that now these days. And it's like sometimes. You, you have to be super critical and, and being critical of something is okay, right? Yeah. Not being critical of things or being too critical of things tends to make you, you know, over overlook or less um, empathetic, right? Yeah. And, and I never, I never, I guess, I don't want to be, um, that person that is not able to empathize with another's perspective in life, even if I don't agree with it or like it. Right. Right. Um, we don't have to like the same things to, to get along, you know, like I find myself trying to, to teach people more and also to listen more. Right. Um, I was telling a friend of mine that I, I, um, that I think it's very important that when you're having a conversation, right, that you don't necessarily talk to a person um, and listen to have a response, right? right? I don't want to listen to you to have a response. I want to understand, right? Because when I'm listening to you to understand where you're coming from, I'm not, I'm not combative, and the fact that it's more like, okay, well, you know, 
okay, I went up the mountain and it was really hot. Well, said that it was 60 degrees. It couldn't be that hot. You know, like it's, it's just you're always looking for a counterpoint because you want to win the argument yeah, or, or win the discussion. I don't want to win the discussion. You know, like I, I want to come out of it with an appreciation for something I didn't have or, or a point of view. Now, maybe it doesn't change the way that I feel. Right. But at least I tried to understand it in a way that was beyond myself. Right. And then you, while you're not necessarily winning the conversation, like against that other person, like turning it into a debate, you are still, you know, kind of in a different way winning because you're gaining that knowledge that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Yeah, I wouldn't say winning. I'd say growing. You know, I'm learning. I'm growing. I don't want to win. I mean, yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. I like that. Um, So are there any kind of specific actions from Iroh that really stand out to you? Um, Okay, so um, at one point in the story, right, they were saying how Iroh, um, you know, um, killed the last of the dragons, right? Mm-hmm. And you go along in the story, and eventually you find out that Iroh met the dragons, learned from them, and then protected their existence. I thought that was awesome, you know? And it, it showed more about the character of a man despite what people thought of him. Right. He let them think one thing so that he could be better himself. Yeah, he protected, you know, the dragons from extinction. But people think that he killed the last of them. And it's just like, okay, well, I don't have to go out of my way to make you think anything in this particular, you know, instance. He wants the dragons to live because he understands the importance of them and the balance of nature. Thought that was dope. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like I think close to any episode of that show, you can get just something like that. The I mean, was it the episode where he, the guy tried to mug him, and then he just gave the mugger lessons to kind of be more effective and better in his own life, and he just talked to the guy and had a cup of tea with him so that he could you know, be more than that and found out why he was trying to do that, why he was mugging people and to kind of give him a new, better path. Yeah, you know, like he he actually took a minute to have a conversation with him. Said, this isn't you, you know, like and dude was like, man, it, it isn't. And they talked it out. You know, like that dude is filled with so many gems, like, you know, being that I don't watch the show the same now as I did, you know, when I was younger, like even even adult me is just like, man, I'm still I'm still learning from this dude, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's kind of cool to see just this whole new. I guess generation of people online really just discovering 
this appreciation for not only the show, but for him and exactly what you're talking about from hopefully picking up these lessons of just how to be a better for yourself. Um, like through watching the show and watching Iroh in particular. Um, but all right. So now I want to move on to a section called big G little G. So for the big G, I want to hear about how you think the lessons that you've learned from Iroh could be good for the world. And in the little G, I want to know about how they've been good for you in your own life. All right. I would say big G and, and, how it would be effective for the world is just simply being more empathetic and understanding, right? And caring more about those than just yourself. I think that's um, a very important lesson. And I think if more people were like I roll, the world would be a better place. How it helped me, yeah. I would say, um, you know, it, it, it reminds me that that's kind of how how I would like to be, right? Right. And that, you know, regardless of, of, you know, what happened to him or his background or any of those things, right? Even, even the hardest characters you came across in the show rocked with Iroh, you know, like, and... I'd, I'd prefer to be like that. You know, like, yeah, I ain't for everybody. But, you know, people who get me, get me. And, and those people that are like real people will understand me a little bit better. So, you know, I, I try to keep that perspective. I try to make sure that um, I'm trying to to listen, to understand more than talking to respond and listening to respond. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, that's good lessons. Kind of like you, you pointed out, like, you know, the world and people in general, I mean, things would be better if people just took the time to do exactly like you said, to listen and just kind of learn from each other rather than trying to win the conversation all the time. Yeah, I mean, look at it. Like, Zuko was so obsessed with regaining his honor that he never realized that his honor was never, ever, you know, um, anchored to what his father kind of, like, thought of him. He wanted him to find his own way and to understand what his honor was and what he was prioritizing. And he did it in a way that wasn't like, oh, put it in your face. Yeah, yeah, you're not doing this and you're not doing that, you know? Right. Like, I like that a lot. Yeah, when you kind of even just looking at like the Fire Lord's character as the show went on, like, I don't remember if it was in the show or in one of the sequel like comics, but when they're talking about like, um, the fire lord talking about like zuko and his sister where he kind of brings up to about like azula like she was born lucky and then looks at zuko and goes and you were just lucky to be born 
It's like, why are you trying to gain the respect of that guy and getting your honor back from that guy? Uh, just like when you have someone like, you know, Iroh there to be that father figure where, you know, Zuko's father was just, I don't even, lacking is too nice of a word where he was just terrible to him. Like, yeah, seeing that lesson of like, you know, your honor's gained and grown by you being true to yourself and true to you know what you know is right and what how you can better help those around you than just this one person who it's never really put it this way but doesn't deserve your respect yeah so then if you happen to meet Iroh, if you were to somehow head to, like, I don't know, go get some tea and you saw him in the place, what would you say to him? I don't know. I think I would go over, I'd say hello. I'd offer to buy him some tea. Tell him he taught me some valuable lessons in life. And thank him. I guarantee if you bought him some tea, he'd probably give you some type of great story, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I wouldn't want to force it. Like, ah, I want to talk to you. Let's sit down. And it's like, nah, nah. Like, look, you that dude. Please let me get you some tea. Yeah. <laughs> L- least I can do for you. You've been giving me tea all this time. Yeah, I like that. I like that way of putting it. So then, for a little bit of a change of tone, if you were to run into someone who was just kind of going through a tough time in their own lives, given what you've learned from Iroh, what type of advice would you want to give to them? One of the things I do now, right, is that I I try to, um, to help people kind of understand where they are. You know, like in comparison to where they want to be is a process. I think it's very important to keep in mind, you know, like when you stay true to who you are, the things that you want in life may not come when you want, right? But those things aren't in your time. They're there for when they're meant. And sometimes, you know, like people get so caught up in the destination that they forget about the journey you know like we we see people and things that we think are are successes and we don't get to see the stories behind those things right so right you don't get to see the struggle right when when i am um, you know before covid I, I did a lot of traveling right and one of the things that um that stuck with me was the fact that my journey was never what people saw. They only saw my destination, right? Right. So when I'm walking, you know, in the airport with my 70-pound bag trying to get from one port to the next, killing myself to get there because I got 20 minutes for for this crossover flight, you know, nobody saw that part of my journey. Nobody saw, you know, that I might not have been able to get to the airport like very easily so i had to get there when i could get there might be five six seven hours early right you didn't see me wait in the in the airport 
for that many hours to get to my destination. You just saw where I went. And that's like with any journey, right? People are so um, caught up in, in comparing and contrasting and saying, you know, this is where he is and I want to be here. Or being upset because they're not there. Yeah. You know, that part of everything is is helping them to, re- you know, to, to remember that it is the journey. It is not the destination. You don't always make your destination. But when you start your journey, it has many possibilities. And it is always happening. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm down or I feel some kind of way, I think about these things. And I take a minute to reflect and look back to where I was, you know, in comparison to where I am now. And I'm not the same dude as when I started. I won't be the same dude when I finish. But what did the journey teach me? You know, like when you look at Iroh, you see that there was development in the journey of those two and that he helped Zuko to develop. So I just try my best, you know, I I don't want to be intrusive, but if anything, I, I just try to make people aware of where they are in comparison to, to where they want to be. That's great. Cause that can also help really help put things in, in perspective for them of exactly like, you know, well, what, what have you gained from getting to where you are now? Right. And, and that's the thing, right? Like what somebody thinks I've gained and what I actually have gained is never the same. You know, like everyone has this, this um, preconceived notion in their head of, of, of who you are and how you got to be who you are or where you got. Yeah. Only the people who are close enough to you to know you know more about that process and more about your journey and more about your trials and your tribulations, right? right. Somebody looking in that has never been a part of they they can't understand where you're coming from because all they see is is what you have or where you are and where they want to be in comparison. I don't front. I try to let people see the good and the bad. You know, at first it was more like, you know, if I'm in a great mood, I, I try to stay there, right? I try to stay in that place and and embrace that, you know, at that point of the day. But I started to realize after a while, it was like, man, that's not a fair representation because all you see is the good, right? All you see is the the high points. All you see is is where I am now, right? You don't even know that I may be here, but it's not as full as you think. You know, like, I still feel like I have a, a, a long way to go in my journey. But because you're so far back in that journey, because you're just beginning, right? You look at my level less strong when I look at it as needs to be improved. It's like looking at the like the way that I put up that I bring up and talk to people a lot of times about social media, because like Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You know, when people are like, oh, look at this person's 
life and look at this. It's like they tend to forget that this is the, I mean, I guess the greatest hits of their lives. I mean, like you said, no one sees, you know, you going to the airport and having to rush and then waiting in security and getting an Uber to the hotel. They just see where you end up. Losing my bags and, and you know, like you don't see any of that. You don't see my sweat, my tears and my pain. All you see is that this is where he went, this is what he did, and this is something I want to do one day. But you see nothing about it. You know, it's a snapshot in time. That's all it is, is a snapshot. And some people take those snapshots and they manipulate them to look like things that they actually aren't. Right. Yeah, when people, you know, spin it to get a certain narrative going like yeah sometimes that can be used for positive just like iroh with those dragons yeah but if this but i feel like that's also a lot more of like when you take control of your own narrative yeah and how it's presented you know like i don't want to present my narrative in, in a in a less than genuine way I mean, in the end, that's what everybody, at least in my opinion, should be striving for, to just be as genuine as you can, both in, you know, how, you know, you present yourself and also just how you see yourself and, like, be, you know, honest and trying to grow as a person, both from your own experiences and the experiences of those around you. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. You know, like what I think is genuine, somebody else may not. And that's okay too. Yeah. I like the direction this conversation has gone. Like this got real. I like that. Yeah, man. Um, Iro is, is deep, dude. Like, oh, yeah. Um, so before we head out, I want to give you the opportunity to to plug some stuff. I want to hear about both what you're working on and where people can find your stuff, as well as just some stuff that something you like that you think more people should know about. Um, let's see where people can find me. Um, you can find me on most things, music IQ, M U S I C E Y E Q. Um, on most social media and Bandcamp. As a matter of fact, um, things I'm working on um, currently, I'm working on a, a new album uh, by the name of Digital Sunshine. Good name. Yeah. So Digital Sunshine was more like um, kind of like my love letter to Florida. I got to work with a lot of my uh, a lot of my friends and people that, um, you know, that have been around and have done things with me there. And I wanted to show a different side of Florida, you know, not just the Florida man stuff, but, you know, there are beautiful places. There are lots of great people. You know, it's not all crazies. So, you know, just wanted to do something like that, showing love to my to my city. You know, I'm not originally from Florida, but um, it's it's my second home, you know? Yeah. 
So that part of everything, um, that's that's what I've been doing and just working on on new music and um, kind of putting together shows and things of that nature under uh, Bites and Beats. So B Y uh, B Y E T S like like bites. Like A N B E A T S, bites and beats, and um, we will. I've been putting together events and things of that nature at uh, conventions and and you know online like virtual stuff, and we we've been building a community. So we started like you know social media and all that other stuff, and um, just building spaces for people of color. And, and, you know, for hip hop and things of that nature and giving it a space. So, like, for example, we did a tribute show to Samurai Shampoo and, and you know, one of its producers, uh, Nujibez. And, um, you know, it was a great show. We, we got to um, meet a lot of people and, and really just show a lot of love and respect and and that was awesome and now i've been doing shows online so we did like a a show for juneteenth um we do a lot of things on the channel so it's a it's a great thing all right cool and one more time where can people find that uh Bites, B-Y-T-E-S-A-N-B-E-A-T-S, Bites and Beats. All right. And then what about something that you just like that you think more people should be aware of? Hmm. Um, man, I can't pick one anime. So I've been watching a lot of anime lately. I mean, I, I watch a lot of anime in general. Um, right now. I'm watching a show called The Great Pretender on Netflix, which has been pretty dope so far. So I'd say um, The Great Pretender. Um, if you haven't seen, if you're into Gundams and you haven't seen Iron Blooded Orphans, yeah, you need to you need to get that in. Um, another good one on Netflix was a uh, Doro Hidoro. So started um I, I liked it so much um i actually started reading the book and i haven't done that in years like like so long that i'm actually actively reading the book and watching the show i i marathoned it it was it was uh real good cool so, i've actually been hearing about that one from a few different people lately too yeah it's actually pretty good man i mean yeah, the book is a little different, but not not by much, right? And um, I always kind of uh, point people in the direction of anime because I say anime is life. So I learn a lot of life lessons, and um, you know, it's a it's a great place to go. And not every anime will be for you, but there are lots of anime out there. Depending on what you're into, you'll find something that you'll enjoy. Yeah. Um, I always like to put it uh, with anime, same thing with, you know, comics or anything else. Just there are so many genres of stories out there in every medium that if you look around, you'll find something for you. You'll find something to love. 
it's not all just the the stereotypes of the medium. Yeah. Oh, you know what? And if you haven't checked out Yuri on Ice, I love Yuri on Ice. It's, it's great. I haven't even heard of that one. Oh, man. Yeah. You need to check it out. I, I, I love Yuri on Ice. All right. Uh, where's it at, or what's it streaming on? Uh, Funimation. Oh, nice. I have that. Yeah. This has been awesome. Thanks again for doing this, Chris. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, so, thanks for listening, everybody. Put a little awesome out in the world, and we'll talk to you next time. All right. Peace. Peace.